The Lord be with you. And with Reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Lord Jesus, Chapter 15, 9-17 At that time, Jesus said to his disciples, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his life. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lays down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servants do not know what their master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you, that you should go and bear fruit, that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you, so that you will love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Looking through the three readings of today, we find a single theme, the theme of love. I'm sure this is a word that is so commonly used, sometimes overused, misused, and even abused. But when we want to really understand the meaning, what it implies, I think it is to the scripture, to God's word, that we need to look and find this true meaning. And we find it in today when we look into the three readings. Just to situate the first reading that we heard from the Acts of the Apostles. The story of a pagan soldier called Cornelius who had a vision. He sees a person called Peter. Then he sends two of his soldiers to go and meet and bring Peter. And Peter comes and seeing his faith, seeing his willingness and the family, of course, he's a Gentile. He is baptized with the whole family and others. Of course, if you read on, this brings a little differences in the Jews who are around because he's a pagan, he's a Gentile. But then Peter stands up and says, who can prevent the spirit of the Lord? Which shows in a way and the message that God's love is all-encompassing. It is not selective. It is to all, to all of humanity. And that's the theme of the first reading. Second reading, St. John, in his first letter, defines love in two terms. God loved us, or in short, God is love and love is God. And he gives us two proofs that he sent his son and his son died for us. And that is a proof of God's love for us. Now, when you define God's love, these are the two things, you know, the supreme proof theologically to say that God loved us. First, that he sent his only son to us and his son died, sacrificed his life for us on the cross, meaning the incarnation and the crucifixion is a proof of God's love. Now, very many often we may think, was this the only way God to love us? Could God have chosen many other ways, oh, incarnation and crucifixion? 
as they say, maybe God could have one day all of a sudden appeared in a place and declared, you know, like a judge, your sins are forgiven, not guilty, humanity. But St. Thomas Aquinas speaking about, he says, this showed the best and the supreme way that God loves us. You know, and that was the best and the greatest sacrifice that he did, coming down to us, taking the human form and dying for us and the meanest of death. And that showed that he really loved us. Let's look into the gospel of today. It defines, of course, it is the final discourse of Jesus and giving the great commandment. And picking a few words from here, we can define love. And I'm sure all of us, we want to grow in love, love of God and love of our neighbor. And this measures that we can pick up words from the reading that we have, maybe a scale against which we can measure how loving I am, how much more I need to bring the divine element into my love and what I love, how I love. Thomas Aquinas again, when he defines in his Summa Theology, love, he says, love is nothing but willing the good of the other. So it is a willful act, it's a choice, willing the good of the other. That is, put it against God's act. God willed the good of us, so he sent his only son and died for us. So that is love. And we can measure all that we do, or so-called loving acts that we do against this. Am I really willing the good of the other? Then truly in God it is love. Looking into the gospel today, we can pick up a few things in this way. Love is, as we said, is for the other. No? God so loved the world, we, he sent his only son. He loved us. So love is not for myself. The focus is the other. And that is what we find in the reading of today. Loving us, God loving us for our own sake, that we be saved. And love is not possessive. I'm sure very many of us, you know, we love maybe for many reasons that we are and we keep what we love and whom we love very often in our pocket. You know, there is that saying, if you truly love, let it free and that is true love. And love is divine. You know? As Jesus says in the Bible, love as I have loved you. So the measure is God, that's why it is divine. Then in love, there is also a listening. You know? If you love me, obey, keep my commandments. So there is a listening in my love. And love is permanent. The Lord tells us, remain in my love. So love is not on some chosen days when things are fine, everything goes well. No, it is a permanent because it is the good of the other. Whatever be the condition, there is love. And love is also joyful. The reading of today says that my joy will be in you and it will be complete. No? I'm sure there are many things that we love that bring us, let's say, passing joy or joy or happiness for a few days. No, but if it is divine love, it is going to be lasting and it will make our joy complete. And divine love is also fruitful. The Lord tells us, bear fruit and bear fruit much because it is divine love. And it is a choice, God's love is a choice. As God loved us, made that willing choice, love is a choice. I have chosen you, no? The Lord tells us, not you. I have chosen you. So that means it's a willing and it's a divine 
and to sum up the entire act of the incarnation and the crucifixion we can say love is a sacrifice and that is what we see you know and he kept us and gave us the lasting covenant to us sacrificed himself died for us and he calls us if you love the greatest measure is to lay down one's life for the other dear friends when we look against these measures of god's love i'm sure we have fallen short a lot be it in our families be it in our communities be it in myself now we realize our love is possessive my love is selfish my love is not lasting my love is for my own gains who can purify us it is the lord as cornelius called through peter and received the spirit of jesus and the spirit of baptism we are turn to the lord to ask us to purify us that make our love eternal make our love permanent make our love a sacrificial and divine as we continue in this holy eucharist god's greatest gift of love is his body and blood he died for us he broke for us may his body fill us may his blood purify us all that is not divine in us so that we are able to love us he loved us and we be his disciples by our love 